0: Yes. You always sound like you're surprised when I say that, as if we haven't just spoken about the fact that we're recording a podcast. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you today?
0: I'm good, thank you. I'm actually quite good. Not, I'd say on a scale of zero to ten, I'm at around six and a half today. So there's been better days. There's been worse days. But I've actually just gotten a book through the post, and I'm if i'm being honest i'm usually not very excited about receiving books i don't read very much but this is a book i've actually paid money for so it's a book i'm excited about um and i've not been told to plug this i just i just thought that i should mention this on the radio because this is actually one of the things that inspired me for this podcast Um, and it's about a it's a Biography? no autobiography not really even it's more like a memoir from bobby bones who's like a country radio presenter in your homeland of america um and it's his first book he's got a new book coming out soon so i just Mm -hmm. thought i'd i'd order his first book second hand on amazon took nearly a month to arrive i was like i've never known anything to take nearly a month to arrive in 2018 but yeah so i'm excited about that what are you excited about in life
1: um, I'm pretty excited. I'm going on vacation tomorrow. Where are you going? I'm going to Washington, D.C.
0: That is cool. What, just for, I was going to say for Easter, but not but not even.
1: So, we do a girls trip every year. And for some odd reason this year, they decided that we were going to go to D.C. this year. Um, so, there's a select few of us in my family going. So, last year we went to Nashville. And this year, you know, as mentioned, we're going to D.C., so it'll be interesting because my one cousin just inherited a new stepdaughter and the stepdaughter is coming with us. So it'll be what interesting. What do you mean just
0: inherited a new step? I've actually <laughs> never heard the phrase stepdaughter and like somebody has inherited one before. So
1: I think that's just like a thing that we say here in the Midwest of America It's just like when you like receive something new or something like, I don't know, like a person in your life or like when somebody passes away, like you inherit something. And then, but we also kind of use that in the setting of when something new comes in your life as well. So she just, she's getting married and she's getting a stepdaughter.
0: There we go.
1: So she's her.
0: Yeah, I I see what you mean now.
1: Yeah, so she's coming with us and we're we're really excited. She's almost 12 years old. And I don't think she's really ever been on a family vacation with any of us yet. So it'll be really interesting to see if she's going to actually enjoy it or not.
0: Yeah. And you mean interesting in a different way to how I would mean interesting. We know that. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, talking about inheriting. uh, The World last week inherited a brand new album from our first artist on today's podcast. Uh, Casey Musgrave's brand new album came out called Golden Hour. Uh, And the first song is my first song, it's Slow Burn. about slow burn is that it's such a cool smooth i always think of casey musgraves as like the lana del rey of country music Mm -hmm. like very like sun soaked would be the word and really cool and very american but like like california american um this new song though slow burn opens up the album i think it's a lot of people is like standing out as quite a popular album track um but to be honest it kind of hits me from the get-go it goes born in a hurry always late haven't been early since 88 texas is hot i can be cold grandma cried when i pissed my mo. when i pissed my nose even good in a glass good on green good when you're putting your hands all over me so it's kind of quite biographic autobiographical in that sense um and she speaks a lot about like how her life has changed but what I quite like about this song is I think it plays on two things. Firstly, the title Slow Burn refers to the fact of, you know, when you look back at your past, it feels like it's so everything happened so quickly. Like if we think back to the past, you know what? Actually, yesterday I had some friends around who I did geography like they're called A Levels here in mm-hmm. the uk before you go to university and we were like best friends and we were called like our geography squad and they came around and we were talking about all of our memories and like looking back that feels like it went so quickly but in the moment it was a slow burn like life moves at a certain pace i feel like mm-hmm. when you're in the moment but also in this song in particular she talks about like getting independence and carving out your own path and i always feel like that's the slowest burn because at least for me i'm super um impatient and i'm like if i know like what i want to do where i want to be i'm like let's get there now and actually sometimes you can't i think i'm learning this as i get older sometimes you can't just go now like sometimes it takes a minute
1: well i think that's a really good you know situation to be in when it comes to this song as i'm sitting here reading through the lyrics It reminds me of times like in high school here in America, you're stuck in high school for four years and you think it's the longest time of your life. And now it's just like, wow, high school flew by, even though when you were in the moment, it took forever.
0: Yeah, I mean. It, it, to, I can imagine actually because in the UK you're in secondary school for five years and sometimes your college is this like in your secondary school so you can be there for like seven years and even that feels really like I was I went to the same school for seven years because my secondary school and my college were the same school
1: mm-hmm. and I was
0: with the same people for seven years and I remember back then it felt so slow like it was just life was just kind of happening and like i couldn't wait to get out and now i look back and i'm just like wow that went so quickly like i i remember like being like being i can shut my eyes and vividly remember being sat in class and thinking oh my god this lesson is never going to end and honestly sometimes the days and the weeks would feel so slow now i look back and i'm like Oh my God, I'm 20. I look like I'm 30. Like, it's mad. Like, it's really... Yes. Yeah. Do you... What emotion does high school, like, carry for you? Like, I I was... I asked this because I've been thinking a lot recently about the phrase, like, your high school days are your best days. I'm not sure I agree, but I'm interested in hearing your thoughts.
1: I don't agree with that either. Because to me, it's like when I think about high school... That was the worst four years of my life. Why? Just because it's just you were you know, here we have to go through seven classes a day. And it's just like, why did I need to know this in math? Why did we have to go through this in science class? And you have the popular kids, you have the nerds, you have the band geeks, the outcasts. And it's like in the real world you don't really have to worry about that problem. And it's like I spent four years of my life trying to fit in only to never see these people again.
0: Yeah, I think that's the same with a lot of life, though. Don't you think that like every like even at work, like and actually in any social just, like situation. There are like popular people and not so popular people. And yeah, I, th- I actually worked out I think we had to do six classes a day. Um, but then when we got to the last two years, which were essentially like the f- two years before you went to university, you only had, th- uh, th- I think, three subjects that you studied. And then so you only had like four classes a day, I think, on average. I don't really remember. Um, do you think that so? so Wait, but what do you remember high school fondly?
1: I do. Um, just because I I have a lot of pictures still from high school. So, like, when I look at them, I remember what happened on that day. So, especially with only high school being only about six years away, I can still remember it fondly. But it's not necessarily something I think about all the time because it is technically something I don't want to remember, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah. I always feel like I, I don't know, I still quite struggle with not thinking about high school. Um I think just because all of my friends are at university, so I get reminded quite a lot. Like I've got, I don't want to sound sad, but I'm like very fortunate that like I'm really busy and I have a really busy life. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the, like a lot of my friends are people from secondary school. So those are the memory, like the best social memories that I have. But at the same time, I it's been really interesting meeting new people. Oh, not sorry, not me. I mean, it's been interesting meeting new people, but it's been interesting finding out about people since we left high school, and when Mm -hmm. like what's happened in their lives. And I don't want to be mean, but some people peaked in high school. I'm fortunate that those people were not the people who were the nicest to me. So, yeah. Anyway, what's your song?
1: So we're gonna start out with my one first song, which is gonna be "Legendary" by The Somerset. Every time I hear it, I kind of think back to the days where I was just straight up struggling with life. Um, basically, this song, which is sad because this band is actually not together anymore. But they did release some really good songs, so I chose Legendary. My favorite line in this entire song is, I've like, spent too many nights watching How I Met Your Mother Alone. Now I'm searching for my yellow umbrella. Oh, then I'll take her home. And it's just like, I just want to be Legendary. Yeah, we all just want to be legendaries to somebody. And I like this line because after I got out of a really nasty relationship, I spent a lot of time binge-watching Netflix, wanting to figure out who I was as a person at the same time. And that's what I think about every single time I listen to this song. And even though I've only watched a handful of How I Met Your Mother episodes – I get the line where he's talking about wanting to find your yellow umbrella because that's how the dad in that TV show finds the mom. And it's just like someday, like I will find my yellow umbrella and it's going to be much better than the horrible relationship I was in that I was trying to get over.
0: Yeah. Do you think like um, this is a purely out of interest question, but when you have a really horrible breakup, can you still think back to to that relationship fondly?
1: I can, especially if it's like a, you know, just like freshly happened, but there's a lot of relationships that I've been in. Now, if you would ask me about one of them, I probably couldn't tell you very much about it, but if it's like a most recent breakup, I can still tell you everything about the relationship.
0: Why is, why is that? Why do you like forget?
1: Because especially if they ended in a really bad way, I don't necessarily want to think about those situations. So I kind of like shove it to the back of my brain. And that's one thing I do with a lot of things. Like I, I, It's almost like, have you ever heard the joke where people say that they have selective hearing? Yeah. That's how I am with my memories. I have selective memories that I would like to remember. And some of them that I purposely forget for a reason.
0: I see. But then, okay. Jay, as he, we've nicknamed him. Mm -hmm. Sorry for bringing If people want to know more about Jay, you can listen back to the first episode of this podcast. Um, Jay was a liar, and obviously you found out that he was a really big liar, and that's what ended the relationship. That's relatively fresh, which is why I'm asking you about it. Yeah, you had really nice memories with him, though. You had well, you had nice moments with him before you realised that the whole relationship was a lie. How do you think about those memories?
1: I them kind of with a grain of salt it's just like sometimes if somebody like is like talking to me about something I'll be like oh yeah I did that with Jay or like for the best example I can use is I'm a huge fan of the Marvel comics and obviously Infinity War is coming out in like two weeks and everyone around me is talking about it we're all talking about how we're watching the movies in order and somebody was talking to me about Thor Ragnarok and I was just like, oh, yeah. I was like, I went and saw that movie in theaters with Jay. I really loved it. And I was like, I remember during the movie, like, there were some jokes I didn't get, but he was telling me what they meant because he was a big fan of the actual comics themselves. And I I say it in, the, like, a respectful way, even though I want to punch him in the face half the time.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. All right. I mean, I like this song as well. Like, I do think that we, like, obviously, we all want to be the superheroes of our own stories. Well, I guess we all are the superheroes of our own stories.
1: hmm
0: In a way. And I I quite like that idea of actually, like, you have to work for it a bit. Like, you have to be cool and spontaneous and, you know, put in effort. I always think that that's really something that as, like, teenagers or children, you're not taught very well. It's, about, it's mm-hmm. actually about putting effort in life because, like you all the way up until you're 18 years old and even if you go to university later every like really a lot of things are so easy like social arrangements and and you know living is so easy then when your situation changes like you go to work and you're not with all your friends every day or you move out of home or or something you realize just how much of an effort you have to put in just, mm-hmm. to, just for anything to happen, it's tiring. Like my friends don't understand. Like it's tiring setting up a arrangement with mm-hmm. somebody because it's always like, so is you know you don't just have friends around you the whole time because you're working and you live a busy life and you're running between meetings and going to screenings or whatever and recording radio shows. So everything takes effort. I always felt like yeah, and I think that's what this song, at least to me, says as well.
1: Yeah if you ever get the chance to watch the music video you'll notice that it basically starts out with what it was like when he was a little boy and how life seemed so easy and everything was magical and then once he started growing up it's like wow life isn't as great as we all think it is and he mentions you know about watching TV by himself about how he used to date actresses and how he's like oh gosh that was the dumbest decision I've ever made. And it's true. This is literally based on his life because he did date many actresses before he wrote this song. And he actually has, funny enough, two songs that are written about actresses. If you ever looked them up, they have a song called Chelsea, and that's about Chelsea Staub. Or she goes now as Chelsea Kane. And ironically enough, she's also linked with the person in my second song, now that I think about it. But yeah, I get where you're coming from on your point of view on this song because it is kind of talking about how much easier life was as a kid and that's Mm. really not cracked out to be as what we thought when we were little.
0: Wow, today's a positive podcast, guys. Today's (laughs) podcast is brought to you by happiness. Um, My second song then, I love this song. It's stuck in my head right now. It's uh, God Bless This Mess by Gillian Jacqueline. God bless this mess I love this song actually i only in fact going back to the start of the podcast bobby bones uh interviewed her and that's how i discovered this song um it's a song about a couple of things firstly thing, it's about a relationship but i don't know if you've noticed but i've tried to not speak about any relationships at least my own on today's mm-hmm. episode because this is becoming a bit like a relationship couple therapy um but also Uh, This song is about just kind of living your life and realising that not everything can be perfect, which again is something which like we all have to deal with. And I think it's something that as I've grown older and wiser, I'd like to think... um, i've kind of had to come to terms with so in verse one it goes here's to the brokens the misfits and wannabes the part of you that's just like me the wallflowers and the holier than thou's to the diamonds that are never going to leave the rough the rolling stones that always stuck the all-nighters and the lost i've I've never found so that is all basically about saying just here's to you being you here's to just situation and life as life is Mm then the chorus she goes god bless this mess if this is as good as it's going to get, I'm going to hold you like I know it's going to be okay again, which is kind of like being in a relationship and, you, and going, you know, I think it's kind of a bit pessimistic. It's like, well, if you're the best I'm going to get, then let's go and do this, which I, I'm not quite. I'm still really hopeful, at least romantically, I feel. So I'm not sure how much I agree with that. But she goes, I got a hurricane in my heart, keeps on rattling the good apart. And honestly, I'm just an honest wreck, but I'm trying my best. God bless this mess. And what I like love about this song is that it's just it's firstly a really great song and I know it's kind of country but at the same time it, it isn't really I don't even know where to place this song in like the genre landscape but it's I any song at the moment which is a nod and an acceptance of just life's messy and the person that you think you're going to marry probably isn't the person you're going to and you know what maybe nothing happened for a reason maybe it does who knows there's so much things that we don't know that we might never know in our lives maybe it's just time that we embrace life as life is and realize that we can't have control over everything
1: i think that's a really good point behind that song and as i'm sitting here reading it i have to like totally agree with it just because as mentioned before, we're not perfect. Like we're not gonna be this tip-top people, you know, that everyone expects you to be. So I think it's really cool when artists write songs like this that show you that if you're not perfect, if you think you're weird or you're a wannabe or an outcast, like do you? It's perfectly fine to be this way.
0: Yeah. Also, uh, you know what? Actually, I there's this new book. I did an interview today with an author called Juno Dawson, we're going to be talking about her book Clean on your show, and on my show actually, on air in a couple of weeks, but I interviewed her about this book Clean, which is about a girl who seemingly has like the perfect life, and she's, you know, like she's, um, what's the word, like an heiress, um, and like a socialite, her dad, her name's Lexi, her dad owns like a massive hotel chain and she's got a really bad drug addiction she ends up going to rehab and one of the things when I was interviewing the author in this interview which is coming out really soon actually it might already be out, be out by the time this interview goes out is that you know what everybody has their issues that's like what we were talking about is that today with like social media you could be fooled into thinking that that some people are like normal and I think that the whole time i look around this... Like, I'll be walking down the road, like a busy road, and I'll look around and i just go, everybody's so normal, why aren't I this normal? And sometimes it takes a moment and maybe a song like this to realise that nobody is normal because normal doesn't exist. And actually it's not that you being abnormal is normal, but normality doesn't exist. Everybody is a rough diamond. Everybody's got bits that stick out and bits that stick in and things that aren't how you imagine them and things that are better than you imagine them. And everybody is a really complex character. And I feel like now that is, and when I mean now, I mean the era whereby everybody gets to choose a profile on the internet of how we think, how we want everybody to view us. Now that is one of the most important things that we have to remember because it's definitely something that I struggle with the whole time.
1: I definitely, I definitely have to agree with that. Like as mentioned, nobody is perfect and everyone's kind of out there and it's like, you're going to struggle, you're going to have issues. And I mean, I know that I, I have issues sometimes. It's just like, oh, you know, like I wish life would be better. But then I realized like, I'm like, I actually have a pretty good life. And even though, yeah. like, I have to overcome some struggles, like, everything is perfectly fine. And I'm really excited about the book, Clean, because, you know, <clears throat> I'm still, con- you know, trying to finish the book. I did end up going out and buying it. And it's it's amazing that, like, so many people, even if you're completely wealthy, you're still going to have some imperfections in your life. And this, this whole book is just, like, really amazing, and I need everybody to go buy it and read it.
0: Yeah. I mean, not just that, though, but, like, it, I'd argue, actually, if you've got loads of money, you could have more issues than most. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, th- there's no such thing as normal or perfect. And, yeah. And, yeah, there's – yeah. Bringing it up to relationships for a second. Sorry, I couldn't keep okay. it on an episode. Because one of the things I always think about you, Megan – here we go, that's my accusational voice – Um, (laughs) is is obviously like we all put our issues into perspective but just as an example you um like something that we speak and i'm so happy we do speak so openly about on your show and on this podcast is about your relationships Mm -hmm. this is something that i notoriously struggle with is just even getting in a relationship and I, sometimes I think, like, you know what? Actually, some of the things you've been through have been awful and you've been manipulated and lied to and people are just not nice people. Yeah. But for context, I was on Tinder the other day and there was somebody whose description who said, I'm just a girl with a posh accent looking for a sugar daddy. I <laughs> swiped on her and we didn't... We've still to this day not even matched. So how dare you? How dare you?
1: Aww.
0: So yeah that's that that's i mean to- that's everywhere now that that happened Tinder's
1: the worst though like i yeah. hate that app
0: it's not even like i went on there thinking to become someone's sugar daddy i just thought well if there was ever <laughs> you just if, if there's ever a the shot <laughs> and it didn't even that's the saddest thing and you know what everybody's gonna hear this now and you know what make fun of me if you will but that's my life anyway on to nick jonas okay
1: so this Everything we were talking about because obviously this is a song um it is introducing me and it is from camp Rock too.
0: try to do my best to impress, but it's easier to let you take a guess at the rest but you want
1: and it kind mind. of relates to all the other songs because basically the reason he wrote this song at least like in the movie, is because he was trying to get this girl that he had a crush on and she basically called him a cookie cutter pop star saying that he's lame like oh he basically this wants his money and he's just here for fame and that's when he goes up to her and tells her him her he tells her his side of his story things that people don't know about him and that's why the song is technically called introducing me because he tells her all about the quirky things he does. And was kind that of girl
0: like, Demi Lovato? In the no, film? I can't oh. remember
1: what her name is. Oh, gosh. She was like the daughter of the guy from the rival camp. And, yeah, that's when she basically, she doesn't necessarily actually say the words cookie cutter pop star. But she basically, like, picks on him because he's a famous rock star at camp. And he basically tries to convince her that he's not as stuck up as she may think he is. And that's why he wrote her this song. And I just love this song. I love everything about Nick Jonas. I mean, the Jonas Brothers were my probably, like, my number one favorite band ever. And that's saying a lot because I'm a huge fan of 5 Seconds of Summer. But, like, I was, like, that stereotypical fangirl when it came to the Jonas Brothers. My walls were plastered in their posters. And I went and saw them every time they came to town. And then when they you know, even though I always made the jokes that my like, brothers can't break up, but they did break up and they have their solo careers. And think it was always my favorite. So I listened to his songs all the time. And when introducing me, like Shuffles On, I get super excited because I just love this entire song. <laughs> And my absolute favorite line in this entire song is when he says, I eat cheese, but only on pizza, please. And sometimes on a homemade quesadilla. Otherwise, it smells like feet to me. And I, I totally have to say I love how this song, I
0: hate cheese. <laughs> I love how last week went from Royals by Lords to Introducing Me by Nick Jonas with a line I about know. quesadillas. It's versatile. That's what this podcast is. It really,
1: it really is. Because you have to be sometimes happy and quirky about things. So this is a really fun and quirky songs where he just like tells her what he really is like. So as mentioned, he talks about how he hates cheese and he says how he loves that the moon looks like a toenail sometimes and how he's like, I'll try to do my best to impress, but it's easier to let you take a guess at the rest. But you want to hear what lives in my brain? Will you ask for it for your pursuing? At times confusing, slightly amusing, introducing me. He's like basically, I'm a lot more than just this famous little rock star. So I don't know. It just it's a fun song.
0: How would you introduce you, Megan? I thought like this is a nice way to end this episode.
1: So basically, if someone was just like, so like, what are you like? I'd be like, hey, so my name is Megan. I am a huge fan of Taylor Swift. I'll talk about her twenty four hours, seven days a week if needed. And then I would mention that I absolutely hate cheese on everything and I hate ketchup. I was like if you even attempt to bring ketchup or tomatoes around me, we're gonna have a problem. And I also don't like pizza.
0: I mean, that's a great I
1: usually leave with great. that. I usually am just like I don't like pizza. Please don't take me on a pizza date, I won't eat it.
0: But so did you say that's how you lead?
1: Yeah, I would just be like, they're like, so, he's, they like, most of you always get asked, I'm like, so, what kind of, like, food do you like? And I'm like, I hate pizza.
0: Okay, well, I don't want to be mean, but that might explain some things. Um,
1: Probably, but yeah. I get that told all the time. They're like, how can you not like pizza? I don't like pizza because I don't like tomato sauce. I think tomato sauce is, like, the devil's work.
0: Do you think that means that the people you end up dating, like, are- more accommodating people in general or do you think they're just i don't know what i think about people who don't like pizza like,
1: don't know, that's I mean, a I've weird
0: type of person like, Sorry, i don't think I that's really you weird. Have,
1: no you're fine i don't think it's ever like you know made or break any like relationships but i definitely have gotten picked on for they're just like how can you not like pizza i don't know i just don't which is kind of ironic because even though i hate tomato sauce and i don't i can't stand ketchup i love spaghettios
0: I feel like this would be a this is all a deal breaker for me.
1: Everything <laughs> you just said. I
0: hate spaghetti o's. Love pizza. Oh my gosh, I love spaghetti.
1: Goods.
0: We've just put a line through that one. Um Well, there we go then. Introducing Megan. Uh, <laughs> thank thank you so much. I feel like today's podcast has been super weird. It has um, been super weird,
1: but we can't we can't always be, you know, perfectionists. We have to be weird That's what we've learned.
0: Sometimes. That is what we've learned. Well, I mean that was a great summary. Uh, it
1: really
0: was well thank you very much Megan you're going away to DC so have a great time in DC
1: thank Um, you so much
0: if you see a guy with like a big long red tie in like a suit with a lot of security around him do what you need to do
1: I I do have a White House touring on Saturday I'll let you know how that went
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you alright then well this is it then we'll be back next Monday with a brand new episode of